Soldier Field, 24-17. Bears trying to get their 10th win. Here's the boot up in the air. Going up for it. Allen Robinson, he's got it! I want to see the Bears give him an opportunity to prove that he can do this. He's got the ball at the 43-yard line. When all the signs in the world were there. I think that'll be a fade-to-black moment with Allen Robinson taking it out of the air. That's what you're really hoping for that they really contribute to the team each year, and that you build a great base and foundation. And these loyal fans have been rewarded for their loyalty. It was, it was, it was awesome. It's, we picked up right where we left off. It was fantastic. And they have a Bears team to be proud of right now. Takes the snap, takes a knee, they head to the field. The Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flesh, joined by my father and co-host, Brian Flesh. Hey there. All right. Well, Tim is not here, so I am juggling two things at once. I am really impressed by you, son. I cannot believe Tim Terrific, our producer, who is gone tonight. Tyler is doing the uh, whole enchilada. It is really impressive. Ty, I've never been more proud of you, buddy. Yeah, well, that makes one of us. All right, it is Monday. It is after the game. You know, I'm also really hoping all this goes out. (laughs) Me too. I I got the record button on. You're saying it could stay somewhere for infinity and beyond? Or it could just, we could just have this conversation with ourselves. We don't know. We'll find out shortly. Uh, We'll have fun either way. Yeah, I just don't want to re-record it and then I lose all the energy out of the room and be uh, like, well, no. this is what happened uh, for the 14th time. But anyhow, uh, we're coming to you on Monday after a uh, wild first week in the NFL. So far, still two games tonight. Very surprising first week in the NFL. Yeah, so um, that was probably the most bittersweet victory we've ever had. Can I say that, Ty, we, we didn't win. All right? Do you know what I mean by that? We did not win that game. Yeah. Because there is a huge difference between taking the game by the gonads and winning versus another team losing to you. That's well, what happened. Let's address the elephant in the room. And it's not the elephant I think everyone's thinking about. I want to start with Matt Nagy. Um, There is a clear problem here. There is a clear problem. Trubisky is not going to get any better. Don't be fooled by the stat line, people. Uh, He did not play good. He did not have a good game whatsoever, in my opinion. The stat line will tell you a different story. Um, I want to start with Nagy because we were calling for Foles by halftime. I said, if we want to win this game, we need Nick Foles. You were calling for Foles by halftime. On top of that, Tony Gonzalez said, this kid who is who he is. They start highlighting all the broken passes that he was throwing. You know, Tyler, that was the most... I have ever seen national announcers talk about a quarterback at halftime. Even Terry Bradshaw was like, 
the kid's feet and hips aren't in the right place. Yeah, he's thrown off his back foot when he doesn't need to be. The mechanics aren't there. And even when the mechanics were there, they're not. So, well, I don't want to say they're not. I mean, the throw's not there. Um, Look, a lot of people are going to think that there's hope. And I understand. I get it. A lot of, you know, it's just not. There's no hope right now. He looks like the same quarterback. And the Lions look bad. He he not only looks like this, this zebra's not changing its stripes, man. No, and I did get off subject. We went right to, yep. that was on me. I want to talk about Nagy, though, now. Okay. Because I keep going to Trubisky. All right. Uh, the point is with Nagy is you got you got to make the call. Uh, he's not showing you anything that he's, it's not him anymore. It's on coach Nagy. Um, you can't do that. We traded, we made the Nick Foles trade. Uh, you just got to do it. It's, it's time. It's, it's definitely time. He he can't, he can't pull the trigger, Tyler. Exactly. So that's just it. He, and he won't pull the trigger there. There's more going on here that meets the eye because anyone who even is, familiar with football in the very slightest could watch 10 minutes of that game and go, Oh, this is not a quarterback. But see, and then you run into people like I ran into people today and they're like, well, I bet you're happy. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And they either watch bits and pieces of the game or they saw a highlight here or there, or they just saw the final stat score with the stat line. Yeah, I had people come to my office at work and say, hey, Brian, the bear has got to win. And I'm like, not really. Let, um, let, it, let's, listen, talk, it, let's talk about, though, why we got to win. Um, honestly, a lot of luck involved. Uh, probably our biggest contributor was DeAndre Swift, who dropped a wide-open touchdown which would have sealed the game. With what? About four or five ticks to go? Yeah. Like, that was it. We Do we think Saquon Barkley next week is going to drop one like that to help us out? Well, we don't know, and that's beside the point. That's not even relevant. I know where you're going with, but it's really not. The point is, there is luck involved in what we did. Uh, whether I thought the defense played great, and, and we'll, oh, talk, yeah. we'll talk yeah. about that. I'm not, I'm not trying to knock the defense... What I'm trying to say is, when to your point earlier, when you're watching the game, you could tell the gap between us and the Lions. At least I could. I said, we're the better team. We're missing that piece. Why is he struggling? Guys are open downfield. Guys are wide open. So, back to Nagy real quick. Just like you said, he's got no balls. He needs to make the pull. He needs to do it. It's just the bottom line, and he can't do it, and that scares me. That scares me for the future that you cannot continue to rely on people and say, hey, they'll get through the struggle. Because while you're over there fucking around with Trubisky, we have other players that want to win now and have a win-now mindset. Well, there's an old saying that I and I sometimes use, I'd rather be lucky than good, but in the NFL I'd rather be good than lucky. Yeah. And and right now we're 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 we've got more luck than we have good. Yeah, we our our whole win is based off luck. I mean, let's be honest, there's a drop ball. 
that separates us. Just well, being real here. Let's 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 also uh, uh, ball got deflected off of Allen Robinson, and the defense didn't catch it. Could have yeah, easily caught it. Two could drop have, balls. Yeah, actually, exactly. Could have easily been a turnover. Was not should have not easy should have. I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, it was. I it just was want a, people. It was, to, a, it was I, a pop up. Well, I just want people to know, like he had it. If you didn't see the game, he had it. I don't know who the cornerback is. Had it in his hand. Oh yeah, in the yeah right, right there. in the bread basket. Right. So that's a good point. I I forgot about that. Luck. Yeah. So there were two lucks. Let's get to the reason I wanted to talk about why I thought I saw such a gap. It comes down to the same thing. We don't have the greatest offensive line, but they did not play horrible. Out of a, a five-star rating, I'd give them probably a three. Yeah, they made some holes. They made some holes for running backs. They made some plays. And this is the reason I wanted to say why I saw the separation, because we're right back to the beginning with Trubisky. He's the missing link. He's the missing piece. When you go zero for seven to start the game in third down conversions, there's a problem. And I'm getting texts from people who weren't watching the game like, oh, what's wrong with the Bears defense? I'm like, when you don't have an offense, you're constantly on that field. You're going to get worn down. They were gassed, man. This was the first game and they were gassed. You could tell it when people... And, and yet they and yet the defense, I I thought they played great. Yeah, and we'll get into we'll them. get into that. We'll get into that. Um, I just want to touch on the offense. Yep. Because let's do the negative before we harp on the good, which seems to be the platform of this podcast as Trubisky versus the defense in the form of good news, bad news. Let's just. <sighs> I honestly had nothing negative to say about any other player on the field except Trubisky. I know that sounds crazy. No one played bad. I didn't think any one person stood out as bad as he stood out. I I agree. Tyler, I've got to get this off my chest. Yeah, go for it. I I really do. In the offseason, Trubisky said he worked on his mechanics. Now, I don't know what the hell kind of work he put in to his mechanics. But if working on your mechanics means you're now throwing a foot and a half higher than what you threw last year, I mean, we've got guys who are six and a half feet tall and who can jump pretty good and they can't reach the ball. And we've got guys who made spectacular catches behind themselves because the ball went behind them. What, what mechanics is this guy working on? I mean, come on. I need to know because... Well, we're getting lied to. Let let's just let now that you're on this, let's bring up what else happened in this game. Trubisky continued to miss throws on a consistent basis, right? Mm-hmm. Now, after halftime, it was six six, right? Right. That was a halftime score. The Bears let in a touchdown. Here's what I'm talking about with the difference between leadership. All Trubisky did was go and sit on the bench. Okay, the commentators said when I mean, because honestly, let's be honest, we ripped Cutler for this shit. We ripped him a new one because he had a mopey face and a poor attitude. But Trubisky just looks like a deer in the headlights. So everyone writes him off and gives him a pass. And it's bullshit. 
Okay, because he all he did was sit on the damn bench. He didn't say a word. He separated himself, and he had two coaches over there talking to him. We let in one touchdown. Mac had that whole defense hurled uh, like in a huddle, yelling, "Let's go!" Breaking that stuff down. We need to play better. After one touchdown, after letting in one touchdown. And we have Trubisky that can't even get one TD in three quarters and can only get us into field goal range twice. Not even that. Let me let me tell you, there was a play in the game that I'm still shaking my head over, and that is Cole, Cole Komet, the new tight end, was like literally had wide open, wide open, could have just caught the ball and made half a turn and been in the end zone. Well, if you watch that play, this is what we're talking about with Trubisky and fundamentals it, and mechanics. It was the mechanics of the throw, right? Right. But before that, both linebackers blitzed. Cole turned around like, buddy. Here ball. I am. Like, here I am. Throw it to me now. Yeah, like this is the hot route. Like, here we go. This is the hot route. Ball, please. Ball. Mitch sees it late, tries to throw on the run, which he cannot do. He cannot throw on the run. I don't understand it. And he throws. And how many yards would you say that Mitch was throwing the ball? Not well, with con- including his drop back? Yeah. Mm, I want to say 11, 12. Yeah, at the very which, most. Which is, I mean, with a, uh, he has an arm. He can throw. Yeah. So. So, so we're talking about a 10 to 12-yard throw. To a tight end who's basically standing there. But he didn't need to roll out or drop back the way he did. He just needed to gun it in there real and, quick. And where did the ball go? Eight, four feet to Cole's right. Yeah. It was so far off, there's no way he could he could even reach for it. It, it was just we, unbelievable. We can't have touchdowns coming this late. We can't sit there and play the game and have Mitch turn it on in the fourth quarter. We should have blown that team out. We shouldn't have had the defense playing for their lives. You know what I mean? In the aspect of, okay, you go win us the game. It always seems like it's on the defense no matter what. Okay, D, you go win us the game. Everyone's like, oh, but Trubisky threw three TDs and no picks. Okay, let's talk about some of the throws. Um, I heard some people tell me that the one he threw to Robinson and he laid out was was a good throw, quote, because that's the only place you could put it. I argue that he should have never thrown that ball because there's three people on him, and that was more of a spectacular catch than it was a good throw. So here's my argument with that. How many yards after catch... Did we have in yesterday's game? You know why? Hardly any. And the one with Anthony Miller, well, there was a couple, but it's a rarity that you see our guys running after they catch the ball. Why? Because they're usually usually diving for the ball and on the ground. Our yards after catch sucketh because they're not I'm looking for having this, so the give me a they're second. not putting he's not putting the ball in the place it needs to be put. But it's got to be one of the worst yards after catch games I've ever seen in my life. It's just absolutely terrible. They're diving all over the place for the ball. Behind them, in front of them, 
uh, it just it just so frustrating for I me. I can't uh, I can't find the yards after catch right All right, now. we'll we'll get back to that. We don't have to find that right now, but it's just but let's talk so about frustrating. Some of, the, some of the throws that were missed. There's a ton of routine balls that were missed. I mean, Trubisky at the end of the day, what he did is he came back, but he was guys. He was only he was only twenty for thirty six. That's not good. <laughs> that's uh, oh my gosh. That's that's forty some percent right there. Yeah. That's oh dear lord. Give and his hope. longest one, his longest throw, was to Anthony Miller. Yeah. Now this is what can be frustrating. The Anthony Miller TD, he dropped that on a dime in a bucket. That beautiful was, throw. That was a beautiful throw. Crazy good throw. You yeah. don't see that. What you did see throughout the entirety of the game is slants and the ball being behind. He outthrew Jimmy Graham three times. Jimmy's no small guy. No. Uh, Anthony Miller made a spectacular one-handed catch and tapped his feet on the in sideline. Right. Yeah. There are so many times where. We don't even have the best. I'm not going to lie. We don't have the best receiving core. We have a receiving core that can get it done. I think Anthony Miller is very underrated. And I think Anthony Miller is really suffering because he doesn't have a quarterback. If he goes to another team, which I feel like he's going to go to another team, Watch how solid. I don't know if he can be a number one. I would not be surprised if he's a number one, but he oh. can be a solid two. Oh, he could be a number one. If you had a guy like Tom Brady that could throw him in the slot. Anyone, really. Yeah, but I'm 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 using Tom because Tom and Edelman are kind of like, you know, the slot guys. Um, Do you also think that, now this is totally off subject, but I'm just going to bring it up now. We've talked about this before. We thought that maybe if we ever made a trade, we'd go for Gardner Minshew. And instead, we ended up going for Nick Foles. Do you wonder if Minshew was ever even offered to us or if we just went with the big name in Foles? I think we went with the big name in Foles. You know I why? Too. I do too. I'll tell you exactly why we did. Because they're part of the same coaching tree of the West Coast offense. They've had common coaches it's an issue about who you know, and all of the people that Nagy knows related to the Eagles, related to Kansas City, and this particular quarterback, Foles, they have a lot in common with one another. No, I, Tyler, the mustache was killing it the other day. He was just absolutely killing it. Okay, get this, gang. He was 19 for 20. What kind of a percentage is that? Right. Now... That's Minshew I'm talking about, the stash. Yeah, exactly. Now, um, I, 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 I tend to agree with you, and I think that's exactly how it went. I think that was, you know... Also, it was 6-13 to 13 at the half. Ah. I got that wrong. Okay. Because they scored 10 in the second that's and right. 3 in the first. So we outscored them twenty-one to nothing, though in the fourth. And I get it. Look, a win's a win. Do you think? Um, I, back to the Minshew thing, real quick. I would have loved to see it. I think you could have got. Um, 
I would have given a fourth way for him, and I think they would have taken it. He wouldn't have taken a lot of cap room. And then you inherit that rookie contract that you can start with. I think if you're going to make a big blockbuster trade, then you need to go get someone who's a big blockbuster cornerback. Like, like, and I'm not necessarily meaning like a big blockbuster trade, but maybe you try to get Baker. Uh, you know, he's struggling, I, but maybe you try to get him. That's not because it's going to be too hard to get a good, good quarterback. I, but what I'm saying is I think we could have had a shot at Gardner. Oh, absolutely. How about this? How about you get a quarterback that can finish the season? Because right now, even the guy on the bench has never finished a full season. That's true. And I understand that. But how different would you think this game goes if Foles gets in in the second? Oh, man, I think the accuracy would have improved tremendously. I think he would have hit a lot of his receivers. We would have had he many more throw. yards after catch. He can throw. He can throw dimes, too. Right, right. He, now, you don't have the mobility, but once again, what, did, the mobility, the mobility? did the mobility really help no, Trubisky I, the no. other day? No. And, okay, I got... I got to just say this because it just came to my mind. Remember when he was running around and lost the ball again? Yeah. And it, thank he God one that. of our offensive linemen jumped on the ball. That would be luck for the third time. He does that spin move. Like Russell, I like the way Russ does his, Russell Wilson, where he does that half spin and then he comes back where it makes it look like he's spinning, but he's not. Mm-hmm. Trubisky does this thing where he drops back and he like he spins fully, but when he spin this time, the other defensive end was right in his face. So then he continued to keep the ball out down away and then like just running around like a chicken with his head cut off in the backfield. Oh, and the ball comes out and once again, that could have easily been another turnover. And we recover. And we recover. So you know, between between those two defensive plays, which should have been turnovers, and the play by Swift in the end zone that should have been game over, you know, this was a gift. We got a gift. And but if you I, don't think we did get a gift, but, you're not watching the but game. But back to my original question, how much does this change if Foles comes in a half? It changes immensely. Yeah, I, I think I, so too. I really think the whole game... Dang changes greatly i think we we start um hitting people i think we start the ball starts coming out quicker i think Foles is much more decisive uh than trubitsky trubitsky still it's his fourth year and when they show a close-up of him he looks like he doesn't know where the hell he is no and that, that's what i'm talking about like cutler just had rich <laughs> resting bitch face let's Call it what it is. That's no reason to yell at someone and get on them. And I think we're learning that through Mitch. Because not every time is the facial reaction necessarily what they're thinking or how they're behaving. But yet we continue to ride Cutler for it, but no one says anything about Mitch. No one in the media. But, oh, they were all over Jay. He always has poor attitude. Poor what, player. What, What? you know, this just came to my mind. What if... What if um, right now people are thinking, as we're talking here, these guys are not real Bear fans. Here they're bitching about a win. You know, they're complaining about the quarterback. I mean, that's fine. I think, uh, if anything, it shows that we how much we really are Bears fan because 
we can see the picture, okay? Yeah. Uh, we continue to do this little bullshit where it's one step forward, baby steps. The thing is, these baby steps could come back and bite us in the ass, and we can already see this. Guys, he has not changed as a quarterback. Hey, we yester- were, hold on. Third down efficiency. Do you know what it is off the top of your head? No. Two for 11. Oh, my Third gosh. down efficiency was two for 11. Detroit said they that had a bad game. Terrible. At, Detroit said they had a bad game at six for 12. We had, okay, you want to talk about luck? That's the seventh time under Matt Patricia that the Lions have blown a fourth quarter lead. So, with all this mixed into the pot of Mitch, okay, here is what it comes out to. The Lions are not a good team, okay? Mitch struggled. We should not have won. To the people who don't think we're fans, you can shove it. And if you have anything to say, you can call in. I know where you're coming from, and I'm not trying to attack anyone, but I get hot because you and me can see the big picture. And I think a lot of other, and it's not just you and me. I think there is a a, wide variety of people. I do too. I just wanted to speak to the other side of that because I think there are a lot of Bear fans. Fair enough. I think they're both sides. Yeah, exactly. I think there are a lot of Bear fans that are going, you guys go, man. You got it. You're hitting it right on the head. I want to tell you how I felt yesterday. You know the movie, you know how the movie Groundhog Day? The alarm just went off again in the morning. It, but let's talk about the play calling. Again, you sat there. I go, I turned to you. While they were breaking the huddle, I go, first play run. And you said, oh, yeah. You didn't even see the formation. And then it started to happen. Then we had to throw the ball more because they started stacking the box. Yep. That's exactly. the runner. And what that's how why I said it's Groundhog Day because it felt exactly like the same things were happening over and over again. Mitch's mechanics hadn't improved. The play calling did not improve a whole lot. The only thing that I saw improve on the offense, quite honestly, I was impressed by the lightning of uh, Tariq Cohen. I thought he looked much sharper. He did. And I was also impressed by uh, Cordell. Um, I thought he looked really good. I'm... I'm not that impressed by Montgomery at this point. Um, I He just doesn't seem to have the snap in his step. Um, I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying he doesn't look like the guy we drafted. That I, yeah. thought, that I thought we drafted. I'm just going to call him Peterson because his name trips me up all the time. Okay. So just call it's, him. It's Cordero. Cordero? Right? Okay. Like, look. You look at that. I can't see Here, it. Him. Yeah, him the phone. This Here. is what happens when your producer takes a nine off. Yeah, and also what happens when you're getting old. Cordero. Yeah. Cordero. Yeah, I think right? it is Cordero. Yeah. That's why I always trip so I've been, up I've over been, it. I've been pronouncing it wrong all my all my life. Well, I Sorry, used, gang. I used to go. say Montgomery instead of Montgomery. Let's talk about Montgomery. I didn't think he played horrible. I don't think he played um, horrible, but I don't think he... I, have, have you seen the burst in him? Have you seen what mm, everyone no. was talking about? He, I, we were telling this to you. He doesn't seem like he can break a tackle. Yeah. He seems like the NFL really caught up for him. Uh, his stats for the game, he had 13 carries. He had 64 yards and 4.9 yards of rush. 
honestly, statistically, not bad. Not bad. I'm, and not I'm, bad. I'll take. I mean, I'll, I'm not trying can, to knock him. He only got the ball 13 times, right. and apparently, still has a bit of a groin issue. I That's guess. True. That's true. So we got to we got to factor that in too. We did not take that. So into we're not going to apologize for him, but there probably are some reasonable things of why he perhaps hasn't shown the explosiveness that I expected. Well, and it's hard for him too, I think, because coming to be Howard's replacement, that's a lot to carry. Oh, absolutely it is. And after we got rid of Jordan Howard, I still don't know why teams aren't utilizing him right. It's like no one that's a whole nother thing. And I just feel sorry for the guy. It felt like he fit in with us perfectly. By the way, Jordan Howard got a touchdown the other day. Yeah, but what was the stat line? He probably barely got the ball with Miami, didn't he? Yeah, he, he only got the ball a handful of times. Yeah, exactly. But when they gave it to him, but he got But that's what I'm saying. He's a workhorse. Yeah. Everyone knows by carry 24, that man's stronger and better than everyone on the field. Yeah. He works his way into it. He's not the fastest guy, but he's a beast. He is, and, and we loved him when he played for the Bears. Yeah, and I don't want to harp on it. I'm just saying that it's hard to fill those shoes. It is. When he was there, and now you come in, and then the productivity's not necessarily there. Um, I also want to harp on something else. And I, I don't want to knock Tariq Cohen for this. I really don't. I am lost on how we're utilizing him. I don't know if it's Trubisky. I don't know if it's Nagy. I lean more towards Nagy. I feel like we're not getting him involved in the passing game at all. Well, we're not. We're not. How many times? How many passes did he catch the other day? I, I'd have to I, can, I can't even. I can't even remember him getting a single catch. Did he get he got. Th- did he get thrown to? Um he did not. Yeah. Not I, one. Yeah. No, 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 no. My bad. He R- caught two balls for six yards. Okay. That is not involvement, gang. Target, That's an accident. Targeted twice. That's an accident. That's Tar- not involvement. But, but did you hear that? Yes. Targeted twice. Yes. That's why I keep saying it's not involvement. You're not involving him in the offense. Then, and that's why I said I didn't want to knock him. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he can be like, Coach, we need more pass plays for me. They, you know, it's a team game. I think he's a weapon. He's been a weapon. He's, well, proven, he's, he's proven he's been a weapon in the past game. I mean, you need to look at how people used, how the Saints and the Eagles used Darren Sproles. And then you need to go off that, okay? And we're not doing that. We're very much struggling in that department in certain ways. So that gets back to what I said about in our in our opening podcast of this this season. I said, Ty, do you think we're going to see the creative Nagy? So after one game, did what? Where are we at in terms of same seeing- old plain Jane, super plain, super basic, and we're going to get eaten alive here soon. Uh, I don't know how the Giants... I'm interested to see the Giants play, they play tonight. They, yeah, they play at 7.15, I think, Easter time tonight. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, let's talk about more upbeat and more positive stuff. Yeah! The defense, again, uh, just came Loved through. Them. Loved them. I'm telling you, we had some real bright spots on that defense. We'll, we'll talk about the bright spots. I just want to hit on a little bit of the negative. Um... This is what happens, man, when Khalil doesn't have enough help. Now, Hicks was in there, but he's fighting that elbow injury. He did get a sack. Mm-hmm. You could see, though, Akeem's still working his way into the right, rotation. Right. And, you know, Goldman has opted out for the year, so that kind of hurts us. And then, but on the other side, what th- this is what I want to talk about. 
We desperately need Robert Quinn back, and we desperately need him to perform because they were double teaming Mac. And then another thing that, like, I don't know if people were paying attention to, Stafford knew where Mac was at all times. He didn't feel any pressure from any other side, so he didn't have to look or turn his right. head much. Right. So his eyes were strictly Did, on him. So as soon as Mac, there were like two times. Yeah, yeah well, absolutely. I watched this too. Yeah, there was more I know than exactly twice what you're where say. Mac would beat the guy clearly and, and Stafford gone, gone. Yep. Yep. He had to get it out because there's no pressure coming from anywhere else. By the way, did you see that Stafford would would step away from from Mac's side almost half the time? How, yeah, I mean he was he was literally Max over on the left side. I'm stepping to the right. Max over on the right side. I'm stepping to the left. That's smart. Stafford's a smart quarterback. If man, I'll be honest with you, I think there should only be a matter of time before Aaron Donald and Mac. Just Aaron Donald and Mag just team up. Oh, wouldn't he, wouldn't you want that though? Like, if you, like that would make football. Donald gets yeah. double team like crazy. Mag gets double yeah. double team like crazy. Donald gets Here, it way more but, than Mac. But here's the thing: we Donald's got some help with the pass rush. Right now, he used not, to when he had Robert Quinn. Right. He used to. Right. They used to be a force to reckon with. Right. Not, uh, I mean, he's got a little bit more help. He's got that young guy. What was that defensive end? Comes from that that school that almost oh, graduates defensive ends I constantly. Um, I can't think of it right now, but here's the deal. Here's what I'm just trying to say. I agree totally with you. We, we've got to have Robert Quinn because right now it feels like the Bears were counting on Robert Quinn to be the only guy, and I hate that. Because once again, what do you what what happens to you if Robert Quinn's the only other guy putting any kind of a pass rush other than Hicks? But Hicks is putting a pass rush up the middle, which is far far different with very limited than, game time. Right, which, that game, which is far far different than bringing it in from the sides. Oh, it's way different. It's way different because you can keep one in check and the other on your peripheral vision, and then the other ones you're not going to see. I tell you, the other thing that I was a little bit surprised about is how many yards we let Peterson run for. Yeah. Yeah. I, he always... I, I really, I really was surprised. I, I, you know, I'm thinking as, you know, Peterson, he, he's a hall of famer, but man, he's seen better days. He's getting, I don't know. He's getting he, older. I, I but don't you know. know. Here's the, I, I got it. Here's, Hold here's on, the, wait, 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 let me finish. Let me finish. Is, is he like, you know, there's a, there's a couple guys in the NFL that don't seem like the age. Frank Gore is There's one of them. There's like that in general, though. It's all, I that, mean, that's what? why age doesn't matter. Age does not matter. Age so, does not matter. So you know, and that that may be true. Ty, I'm starting to believe it because you look at some of the bursts that he had. And you're like, wow, I didn't I didn't think he could have that burst, but he sure did. You know what cracks me up though is if people are so afraid of like what he'll do to the cap and the salary with age. This goes for aging players all the way around. I'm talking in general here. Then why don't you overload their contract with the incentive bonuses? Who's that hurting? No one. Isn't that? Yeah, exactly. I think Peterson should have played for the Bears this year. He should have been a Bear. Walter Payton's his favorite running back. He said that multiple times. It would have been a good fit. It would have been a great fit. I don't think... We're, it's, it's another example of... 
just like a good offense and a good defense needs to be opportunistic, a good management needs to be opportunistic. Oh, I agree. That's a very valid point. But let's not keep harping on the offense. Let's go back to the defense yes. a little bit. Yes. Um, we have found out that that free safety position is the most well-disguised position on the field when you <laughs> say, play for the Chicago Bears. Say more about that, because that was that was a fun conversation. Who is it, Gibson? Yeah. Who we got from... Number, uh, was it a number 38? 33. Uh, was it 33? Okay. No, 33 is Jalen Johnson, who I want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, 30, yeah. I think Gibson was 38. 38. Yeah. Well, when you're playing next to... an Eddie Jackson's a freak. Yeah. yeah. Kyle Fuller's a freak. They're all like freakish athletes is what I mean to say. Uh, you got Mac there, but let's just talk about the linebackers. Trevathan was reading everything Matt Safford was doing. Yes. Yes. Roquan was everywhere. He was. When you have He's these, a tackling machine. When Roquan. you have these athletes, that, that free safety position is, you know, very well disguised. So as an opposing team, where do you go? The rookie. Now let's talk about the rookie. Ooh, I love I'm, I'm not rookie. trying to live in the moment, but I am going to live in the moment here a little bit. You should go for it, buddy. Live in the moment because this <laughs> moment was good. I know, but we don't. I don't want to get too carried away and say you know he's going to be the best, you know, one of our best. I think we're on to something with him and Fuller. The way that kid played, he made a few mistakes, but this is his first ever game. Okay, the way he played, you would watch. And Stafford tried to pick on him and could not get anything around him. Stafford tried. You could see that they were like, hey, you know, rookie, let's go. Let's get him. He wasn't bar budging. And he made two real, one really good play that was highly, highly not talked about enough, in my opinion. And that play was at the end of the game. The Lions were marching down. I don't know. They caught the ball out in the flat. So Johnson. Instead of making a tackle where his shoulders are square to the back of the end zone, he literally turned his whole body and because he knew he had the linebacker Trevathan, I think it was either Trevathan or Smith, was right beside him running parallel with the opposing runner of the Lions. That was So if you can make yes. a visual picture, right, you have a, uh, the Lions guys caught it in the middle of the field. And he's running to try to get out of bounds. He sees, Johnson sees Trevathan covering the middle of the field and knows if this guy turns up field, Trevathan's going to get him. It's going to waste more time. So what he does is he literally, instead of keeping his shoulders square and parallel to the end zone, he turns his whole body and, and squares up his shoulders to the sideline. To line. the sideline, which create well, and he and he oh, basically he creates a brick wall and says you're not going. You got to juke or go around or something. And guess what, bud? If you juke, Trevathan's probably going to get you. So then he he makes a play. Actually, makes a tackle. Now that looks very minuscule, right? That doesn't look like a big thing. But, but I'm sitting there, and you and me both said it. We said. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, we both, we said, what a veteran move. Most most first year, I would tell you, I would even argue there are a lot of second year veterans people even. who, I, who seen, can't make, who don't make that play. We've seen veterans not yeah, make that play. Yeah, I mean, that was so wise because what ends up happening is he the clock keeps running. 
He could not make it to the sideline. He gets tackled out there in the flat because of that move. Yeah. I mean, it was and, just... and, and, and they had no timeout, so the clock kept burning and burning and burning, which is exactly what you need. Great, great pl- play by the rookie. Great play. Also, and I'm not trying to say this to be rude, but uh, the Lions, ah, I take that back. I am trying to be a little rude here. The Lions, you need to get a new offensive coordinator because you guys are shit. <laughs> and let me explain yeah. on why you are shit. We read all their routes the whole time. Eddie Jackson flew in to cause a breakup to flip up in the air, and then Kyle Fuller's right there. You can tell that these guys have been ingrained with get the ball. That's their mentality. Get the ball. See the ball. Get the ball. And they came through, and they saved us big in this game with that interception. Set up great field position. They did. We went down and later scored. I mean... I can only think of just a handful of times that they actually let guys get behind him that game. It was that first drive after yep. halftime. Yep, it, it when, was. And Mac knew it too, and he right. pulled everyone over. By the way, can we just say, let me let me just stop you right here. Mac pulled everyone over. Let's talk about what leadership looks like. All right? Leadership is you get your guys around you and you coach them up. And that's exactly what Mac was doing on the sideline. And that is the type of leadership on defense that needs to get translated to leadership over on offense. And I believe Foles would do that. Whether you like him or not, I don't think he's the answer. But I think we get in the playoffs this year with Foles. 100% we get in the playoffs this year. And as I tell you, 100%, if we stay with the Trubitsky train, we won't even come close but to the playoffs. But here's the thing, though, and I think you're going to agree with me on this one. I really do. I really think you're about to agree with me. If we stick with Trubisky to the point where it's halfway through the seasons, we put in foals, and then we go, oh, shit, we're a whole different team. team oh, well, shit, we're out of the playoffs, playoffs. because we waited right. too long. Exactly. I, then, I, Tyler, I couldn't agree more with that. That, that is exactly what I fear happens and then, that, and then that's the depression we both feel is because the whole season is down in the shitter because once again, we're, we wake up and go, oh, we should have put him in. Well, also, too, like you got to think like this. Let's say this season does go in the shit. Let's say we play worst case scenario. Wow, what a shit show Ryan Pace ran. How does Matt Nagy go from his first year to being coach of the year, 13 and 3, to last third you know why you know how that happens i'll tell you exactly how that happens that happens because you lose who you are and you try to be someone else dude all the time everyone kept ranting and raving the trick plays the creativity and now he has literally shown so much faith in trubisky that trubisky has taken his plain jane boring like just slow as molasses playing style and has actually put it on We're, pace listen, or put these, it on pace put it on Nagy. The, these are not offensive calls that you make when you believe in your quarterback but usually when you but here's the thing dad usually some, the quarterback usually takes on a persona somewhat of their coach i feel like all of a sudden something flipped and it's like Freaky Friday because Trubisky's shittiness just wore on Nagy and Nagy's <laughs> like 
Well, I guess this is what we have to do now. Yeah, Try to well, hide like, our quarterback. Yeah, well, it kind of feels that way, doesn't it? I mean, when you look at it, you don't you don't have a guy that you think, oh, man, I'm really confident in him. I think he can lead us to a championship. I mean, that's not what goes through my head. What goes through my head is I wonder if he's even aware of what down it is, and I wonder if he's even aware of what play it is. Yeah. I mean, seriously. So, um, we let's, were, let's get away get, from getting that. Ba- getting back to the defense, right? That's where we, yeah, that's we, we were. Yeah, we were there. Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, I, I think this, we have, I think we really have a top five defense. And if we can get Quinn back, I, I guarantee you we have a top five defense with a consistent pass rush. No, let's see how he does. Yeah. I mean, uh, if he's yeah. a player of old, then yes. Yeah. If he's not, then then no. no. I, I, I get know. it. I get it. But also, don't rush him back. Let's not do this thing yeah, like we did with Hicks. I know. Hicks. I know. The thing with Hicks was dumb. It was. It was. It, it was just way too soon. But you know, you got a lot to like on this defense. You got a lot to like. I I think other than a few gap assignments that we did with running. Um, you know, defending the run. We had a few uh, people who didn't keep their gaps, and I think that that really yeah. Hurt but us. the bottom line but, is the defense the most part, showed they, up and they played their part, and they they did. They and kept they, us in the game. They the did entire again, time. again, and once once again. That's why I said it's Groundhog Day because again, but once we ag- did it, and once again, like not to like keep harping on it, but if we're just being honest, because I'm trying to keep my bias level. The Lions won us that game. We didn't really win that yeah, game. Yeah, that's what I said. We we it wasn't a win. Yeah. So game ball for me goes out to DeAndre Swift. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he, thanks, buddy. We appreciate it. Keep if it you, up. Yeah. Keep we, it up, except against the Vikings and the Packers. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna give us another gift at our home game at Soldier Field, please do so. We'll take all the gifts we can get with this quarterback. All right, let's move on to Let's do a little bit of a game preview. It's kind of early. Uh, we Like we said, we have not watched the Giants game yet. We do not know what to expect, but they are coming to Soldier Field. doesn't matter too much other than surface play and different field, and the guys get to stay in Chicago instead of flying to New York. Uh, field, don't know how the field's going to be. Should be in good shape. Soldier Field has been known to have rough field patches and places and not so good in between the hashes. So that could maybe be an issue and work in our favor with Saquon. Could be, could be. Um, we, we've had no preseason games. We don't know how much is, you know, how beat up the field is. No, I think the field's going to be fine. I guess I I think it's going to be be pretty good. No, it's going to be fine. I was more talking about as the game goes on. Ah, I see what you're saying. Because we don't know if it's going to rain. We don't know what the weather's right. like. And I don't trust meteorologists. They could say something one minute. The, two hours later, they're saying another thing. So with this game, look, we struggled with the Giants recently under Nagy's regime. Uh, we've lost against them, even though we played fantastic with Chase Daniel, who played horrible that game, mm-hmm. when we thought he could do better than Trubisky. Uh we haven't had very strong games against these guys as recent memory. Uh, to me, like I said, we haven't seen them play all year, so I really don't know. But sometimes with a new head coach comes a new different energy. And 
What do you think? Well, they this is a team that's had quite a few changes on the defensive side of the ball. And so I really don't know what to think about their defense. Their offense, pretty much you're getting the same offense you were last year unless the offensive coordinator has basically revamped those offensive plays. So for me, the biggest issue with this team is what are they going to look like defensively? You, you always know when you're going up against Saquon, let's face it, he's a he's a top back in the NFL. You know he's going to be dangerous. You know he catches a lot of passes out of the backfield. So you have to always be ready for the, the option with him. Um, so the real question for, for me is, is really, is that defense, what does that look like against our offense? Yeah. And it's going to be very interesting. So I like it. I think if we stack the ball, stack the ball, if we stack the lineup a little bit, I think, see how Saquon's very explosive. We can't let him into that secondary. Yeah, he just can't. He'll 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 expose yeah. us. Yeah, I mean, if we had trouble with a P- Peterson, we're definitely gonna have trouble with him. And he's he's P- I'd say Peterson's probably a little more powerful, but man, is he just as quick as Saquon? Say Saquon's probably faster. So I don't know. Have you seen the thighs on Saquon? I mean, yeah, but my, he's not very powerful. He's very quick and shifty. I mean, he is powerful, but God, come on. He's got thighs that are bigger than my waist. Yeah, but come on. Compared to Adrian Peterson, I mean, yeah. remember Adrian Peterson? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. There's not. That's yeah. not. I'm sorry. Well, he, I'm yeah. not even going to entertain the thought well, of Saquon. I, no, no. I I would take Adrian Peterson in his prime over Saquon in his prime. Eddie but that's what I'm trying to. That's why I was trying to make that reference mm-hmm. as in we're having a trouble last game with Adrian Peterson. We got to learn to contain because yeah. we're going to have even worse trouble with uh, I, I, Barkley. I agree. I agree. I don't. I'm not a believer in Danny Dimes. I think Duke is. Uh, hey, whoa! Look at this. We have a rivalry. Duke and North Carolina. What oh my this? goodness! Are it's we play, Are we going to play play basketball on the uh, 45 yard line? I just realized that it's Danny Dimes versus old Mitch Trubisky, North Carolina versus Duke. Uh Sorry, got derailed there for a little yeah. bit, but uh, I'm not a believer in him. I don't think he's good. I think it was an incredible reach. I don't see what people see, just like I don't see what people see in Sam Darnold. I don't get that either. I think people overanalyze a lot in this business, and as fans, I think it's easier for us to see because we all normally typically work 40 plus hours a week we sit down we watch football and we're like well what the fuck why is that guy so good i'm looking forward to watching the giants because i want to know what kind of shape i mean golden tate has had a hamstring he's been out if you're people underestimate golden tate i mean he he is actually a much better receiver than a lot of people give him credit for um darius is it darius slayton um their other one of their other wide receivers, Darius Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard, but there's a, I thought there's like a Darius. I don't know. I, I'm going to be Slate. completely honest with you. I've um, not been following so, the Giants. So I think basically their wide receiving core is um, probably right around a C plus to a B minus. Quite honestly, um, so it's not like you've got such talent you can't keep up with them. Uh, you know, there's not going to be anybody, you know, running circles around you or, or showing, you know, s- such fast speed that you can't keep up with them. 
I, I think really, really what it boils down to is can you keep Evan Ingram tight end and check over the middle? Can you keep Saquon in check um, as, as they do a lot of passing and uh, they, they do a lot of switching with him? So I think those are really the things that uh, I'm interested in looking at. Yeah, I uh hmm. I agree. Uh I'm just I don't it's it, right now it's really hard cuz we're doing this and we haven't seen them play. I don't know what to expect. If they're the Giants of last year, we should steamroll them. There's a lot of comparisons this year of well, I want to say comparisons. There's a lot of talk of the Steelers defense being really good. Um I, I I'm going to be dead honest. I did not know. I had them like 15 top 15 maybe yeah and people are saying top five so let me tell you about why we can't can i just cut you off real quick and finish my point Uh, yeah i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt no no no, it's fine i just wanted to just say so it'll be interesting to see tonight if the steelers are that good of a defense maybe kind of how we stack up because i think we have a great defense yeah that's all i wanted okay you know one of the things that you reminded me of and I think we have to be careful comparing one year last year to this year. Oh, yeah. Because I think it's real easy to make that comparison. And I want to bring up a game yesterday that really shows that comparison. Oh, I think Washington, I know what, Washington I knew Redskins. It, I, whoa, whoa, Washington football team. Oh, ooh, I am so sorry. Um, for I will take my cultural sensitivity class next week. I um, really feel bad. I, no, I, right, I, I do. All I right. Do. I, hey, um... So the Washington football team sacked Wentz eight times. Yeah, okay. Eight times. You know who they play tomorrow, right? Or next week, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. The Rams. I know. So good luck, Carson Wentz. Yes. Hey, Philly, get a hospital bed ready. Yeah. Party of one, Wentz. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, people basically, um, if you look at all the talking heads, said that Washington didn't have a chance Everyone was taking the Eagles. Um, Washington, good for you. You you didn't let last year's um, talking heads and all of the statements. You came out. You played your game. Um, you guys were coached very well. I just want to say a heads up um, and good job to the Washington football team. You it uh, you guys are looking sharp. That might be a defense to grab in fantasy on some weeks. That's true. That's very true. Um, man, we'll see. Like I said, um, I think we struggle. Trubisky's gonna stay in the game. This is my prediction. I think we struggle. I think we do overcome it. Uh, I think we win again, which is, in my opinion, gonna hurt us more. Start out at two and zero. Oh. Two and zero. Oh. Two and zero. Oh. But I. Two and no. I know, I know, but hold on before you get on your high horse there. That third game. Against Atlanta. At Atlanta. I don't know if Atlanta's frauds or not. I don't want to use the F word for him yet. I don't know, but I'm leaning. Usually the F word means something totally different when it comes to you. No, no, no. Okay, all right. Not when it comes to football. All right, The F word only means one thing. Okay, so. It means fraud. Fraud. All right. So I don't know if they're a fraud, fraudulent team or not. I don't think Dan Quinn's good. I think last year they rallied for him. But also, they still can put up points. My worry is our defense can hold them to about 21. 
Can our offense put up more than 21? That is the that is the issue right there. And you know what I have to say right now? No. No. We cannot. I did not see anything yesterday that said we can put up more than 21 points. Yeah, me neither. You know why? Because you will have many more turnovers. It won't be a zero turnover game. No, not at all. Well, that's all I got for this. Hey, you it's all I got too. I'm I that was, you know, I I'm having more and more fun. Yeah. Uh hopefully the season continues to go well for us. Hopefully we can move on from Trubisky cuz I don't even know why we're playing him. I already done the whole contract thing. Doesn't make sense. We didn't pick up his fifth year. If we thought he had a chance, we should have picked up his fifth year. Don't even know why we're playing him when we have a $21 million quarterback on the bench that we traded for. But with that being said, there is some optimism right now in Chicago. So all we can do is wait for next week. Yeah. And in the meantime, I'll just send my CV to the Bears. Maybe they'll have me throw the ball. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Um, let me... Uh, this is this is this is behind the scenes, Kern. Hold on, let me right. grab this board. Let's so let's, I can get let's, the outro. I was let, gonna try to make it smooth, like Tim was here. Yeah, and then I realized all the buttons I had to push, and I was like, "Hold on, hold on, this is gonna be clunky." T- Tim Terrific is not here, so as our host right, and now producer, gonna, here we go. Hold on, drum no, roll, no, please. No, no. Hold on, I'm talking. Oh, I'm oh, not ta- oh, not drum roll. Dial it down a second, bud. I'm talking to, I don't need you to talk to them. I need you to talk to me. I don't know if this is going to work, so I'm going to hit a button. So we're, we're going to go into it. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, we're not going to do one on Saturday, probably, unless someone wants to call in. If you, uh, yeah, real quick, if yeah. you do want to call in, um, leave a message. We check our messages. We did not, damn it, we did not check our messages today. You know what? Tim's might listen back to this, probably. Tim, if we did not put any messages in, insert them now. Okay, and if not, or insert them whenever you want. Yeah, so, all right, that's all for this week. Um, So remember, it's always a good time when you bear down. Nope, hit the wrong button. Hold on. Is that the outro? We don't have an outro in here. Hmm. Wait. Wait. I got the outro. Yes, we did it. Till next time, everyone. Remember, it's always a good time. Burn out. Two times the charm. Bye. (laughs)